Every year, NPR curates a list of hundreds of book recommendations called Books We Love. Joining me today to talk about this is NPR's Arts Desk reporter and host of the podcast Book of the Day, Andrew Limbong. Welcome, Andrew. Yo, yo, Kristen. What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing well. Um, for those listening who aren't familiar, what is NPR's Books We Love list? So it is our annual guide to our favorite books of the year. Um, and... Uh, you know, it's it's over, I think, over 350 books this year. And, and how it's different from like your regular, regular, you know, best of books this year is I think it's more democratic. It's a lot bigger of a list. It's a lot more attuned to other people's like sporadic tastes and what they might be interested in and, and all that rather than, you know, it's less of us coming down from upon high being like, here, you know, this is the books. <laughs> And more of a collection of like, oh, here's 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 some reads that you might be interested in. Um, and it's sort of like collected and sorted through these different tags that you can then um, stack up on each other to sort of whittle that big 350 list down to maybe like two or three books that either you might be interested in or if you're doing some gift shopping, you know, the other reader you have in mind might be interested in. Can you tell me a little bit more about the selection process? What books make the cut and what books don't? We just uh, get all the authors together and put them to a death match, essentially, and whoever makes it out alive <laughs> makes it onto the list. Um, no, we we do we do like this massive call out, um, you know, the, throughout the I think like pretty much at the beginning of the fall um, to to our staff, to you know our book critics and all you know like various reporters and producers and editors and stuff like that to say, hey, hit us up with your favorite reads. Um, let us know what you loved. Let us know like what you want to shout out. Da da da. Um, and then, you know, shout out to all the people, you know, who put this together. We all like get into like big two, three hour meetings and just like hash out like here's here's what's worth having. Here's what's worth. Here's who should be you know like reading and recommending the, or here's who, who should be recommending this book and all that stuff. Um, and so it is a, a long and arduous process. Um, I'm sure you can you can imagine there's a lot of books out there. Right. I don't know if you've heard there's plenty, <laughs> there's plenty of reading to go along. Um, and so it's just it's just like a big long conversation, I think, is the best way to describe it. You mentioned this earlier, but I love NPR's Books We Love list because they have so many different categories. It makes finding exactly what you want really easy. Um, but I was wondering if you noticed any particular themes that emerged from the book selections this year. Yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting you know what? What I like looking at this every every year is that you can kind of get a sense of what people have been interested in that year, and like it's a it's a nice way to check in on the zeitgeist of things. Um, and so I noticed that there's a lot of really interesting, let's call it like arts criticism books. Um, just people really thinking hard about the culture that they consume. Um, one of the books I actually read this year was called uh, "Monsters: A Fan's Dilemma" by uh, Claire Detterer. Um, and you know, it's, it tackles that question using kind of jumping off of her Woody Allen fandom, um, kind of questioning, how do you, you know, think about art made by, you know, people who maybe did some stuff you might find, uh, you know, iffy, right. <laughs> and I know that sounds like a, like a, 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 I, that sounds like a, like a question that's been asked over and over and over again. Um, but I, I was really impressed by how she dug deep really deep into that question and found something new and illuminating and it just like gave me a different way to look at certain bits of art myself um you know there's stuff like um ordinary notes by uh, christina sharp uh which is a really interesting look it's a it's like memoir poetry type sort of art criticism uh using uh 
like different pieces of art in her life to examine like a black life in America. And it's written in this really spare and methodical way um, that, that I think was an interesting take on, on the critical form. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about a couple of other specific books on the list in a couple of different categories. There's a book called The Great Displacement, Climate Change uh-huh. and the Next American Migration by Jake Biddle. Um, in a country that continues to see the impacts of climate-related disasters, and you know we're here in Florida, we get a lot of hurricanes, what is something that readers can really take away from this book? Um, yeah, and I should say, there's no... The, the These are just... Um, different like patterns I was seeing. I, I don't think there's not like a climate change like topic per se. But uh, I, like I said, the the Books We Love platform is a great way to look at the zeitgeist of what people are interested in. Um, and obviously, for obvious reasons, climate change is one of them. And, and The Great Displacement um, is this really, I think, upfront way about confronting how climate change is not just a theoretical thing, that, that it'll like come to your front door, you know, pretty pretty soon if it hasn't already and it's showing how like people have to move around and changing changing these things downstream that you know on your day-to-day you might not realize is related to climate change but it turns out it's like yeah that's that's why you know there's a parking lot there now you know what i mean and there's also some kids books on the list it's it's got something for everyone of all ages i noticed there was a book called like lava in my veins by Derek barnes and illustrated by sean martinborough It follows a kid named Bobby Beacon who struggles to get his emotions under control while also dealing with fireful superpowers. Um, But I think this idea is something that's really relatable to a lot of kids and also a lot of adults for that matter. Um, What specifically stood out to you about the book and and what's something that we can we can gain from from this story? Yeah, I I think what's fun, what's fun about that book um, and and what the, the person who recommended it really notes is that it's it's about redemption and second chances right that you are not just the mistake you made when you were a boy or whatever and and having to get over the the repercussion repercussions of your actions doesn't mean you should have that albatross on your neck you know throughout the rest of your life and i just use a lot of highfalutin words about like a kid's book where <laughs> where like a, where a dude has like literal fire you know lava in his veins so it's not as highfalutin don't get you're not gonna about to get like a treatise on you know <laughs> the rhyme of the ancient mariner or whatever um but but it is like just like a really fun way at tackling at reckoning with like your not too distant past yeah and i think like i said i think that's a, a theme that both kids and adults can can really relate to <laughs> yeah yeah and lastly there's there's a category or a type of book on this list that i just i just love it's uh going deep on super specific topics which is something that i really love to do i love to just dive all in into a specific topic. This goes into everything. There's books on the history of everything from hot dogs to glitter, and I think that's so cool. Where did the team find these wonderfully niche books? You know, we're NPR. Come on, that's the brand, you know? Like, <laughs> that's that's how the people know people know what our bread and butter is. Um, you know, like like I said, our 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 initial call-out is pretty wide and pretty far-reaching. Um, and so people who are really into, you know, there's a book about like pockets who are really into that. We're just like, dog, you know, just like typing furiously when that email comes out. Oh, you got to let me talk. You got to let me write about this book about pockets. <laughs> and so, you know, all these niche books just come from comes from, you know, all of our interests, which is what I was kind of what I was saying at the beginning. It's a very democratic and, and open door way of recommending and f- books and finding new things to read. <laughs> 
And lastly, this might be a bit of a personal question, but do you have a yeah. favorite book on the list? Uh, I think my favorite book on the list is uh, Jillian Tamaki and Mariko Tamaki's book, Roaming. It's a graphic novel um, about these uh, three college-aged women who take a, a their first like big trip to New York City in 2009. Um, it, it's, a, it's like a really beautiful and tender look at like romance and love when you're, you know, 19 and not fully done cooking yet. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about NPR's Books We Love list. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks, Kristen.